hello hello happy new year happy 2022 it is your hostess dia danu elishmar of the cosmogenia how have you been i know it's been a long time since i last posted and that was mother's day 2021 i'm glad to be here there's a lot that has happened between then and December 31st, 2021. And I just wanted to hop on to provide a bit of an overview of what's happened and what will happen going forward and how that, how that affects the podcast. So the podcast is here to stay. It's just my focus will be very different. Um, the, my way of sharing and what I'll be sharing and let's just say that there's a lot more focus and clarity of which I am deeply grateful for because that is something that I've been wanting since after posting um, on Mother's Day of last year so I'm just going to pretty much go through what's happened and what these changes are, what my focus is, and what the next three episodes will be about, because, hey, clarity. So after the Mother's Day posting, I pretty much questioned if I was doing what needed to be done correctly. Am I on the right path? Am I embodying the path the correct way? Because just to give a bit of a recap, I follow the guidance provided to me through dreams, the revelations through dreams. A lot of the dreams are ancestral dream, ancestral memory um, and revelation pretty much ancestors coming in to speak and provide information and then you know the lucid dream that I was having would continue or it would start off as an education session by an ancestor or an ancestral divinity um, or, or a divinity and I would take this information and, and document it Um, And then I would also go into ceremony to receive more information about this lineage. Um, And the cosmogenia is pretty much the the cosmogony, the cosmology, the myth, the myths, the traditions, the rituals, the practices that form the basis and foundation of pretty much my existence um, and in the future when I start a family that's what it will that's what will be the spiritual foundation for you know the children I bring forth and so it's been a lot of well am I doing this right because things in the world would happen and then they would slow down and so usually when there is a flow then you know I'm on the right track this is this is correct I'm doing good but when there's a lot of stop and go then that's when I know okay there are some things that I'm doing correctly and some things that I'm 
missing the point. Or when there's revelation, it's to be taken in and integrated, but not to be engaged in those moments. Because even though we operate on a linear time, the world operates on a linear time, these revelations operate on cyclical time. Things happen in cycles um, with regards to the realms of the mothers. So it's been a, a, a huge learning curve. I got into the crystal business after um, some revelation and guidance and just to use that as an example and so a lot of things are revealed with regards to crystal healing how to heal and how to awaken them and how to charge and imbue them um what you know there was an ancestor that came through to show me how to use them and immediately i thought okay this is something i can do right now however as i began to purchase um, stones to build my inventory that's when you know august came around and september came around and it was like oh i need to move out of la so from may pretty much from june to to august it was you know, me getting excited about potentially having a crystal shop and engaging this, these revelations and these teachings to share with the world without realizing and without remembering, hey, it's integration first, practice first, and then we share because this is memory. This is, these are ancestors and when I say ancestors I also mean predecessors I mean not just um, beings of flesh and blood that were biologically related I am also talking about spirit beings that um, that are related through consciousness so there can be a broken lineage however this consciousness could reach out into the distant future to reconnect uh, to the line of, of sentient beings that were connected through this particular energetic frequency. And so there's the ancestral mothers, women that had uh, lives on this planet, and then there are ancestral divinities. These are sentient beings that never have taken um, lives, or I shouldn't say take lives, but that have not incarnated but are like your guides, are the guides for the family line, the guides for this consciousness, guides for this for the bloodline, if you will. And then there are um, uh, higher divinities, or just you know the being sentient beings that are close to the one source, or that manifest as um, characteristics. I'm looking for the right word. Um, that, that could be embodied as a representation of the one force, but not, you know, the one force in and of itself. Like um, head divinities that created the guides that are, um, that were created to assist the family line. So you have the blood, an- the, the human ancestors, and then you have ancestral divinities. Um, those could be deified ancestors, you know, they've ascended um, energetically up to a point where they're like, I guess, 
they've become masters or ascended masters in a sense. Um, but they're still connected to the, the, the stream of consciousness that runs through a particular family. Or, um, and then there are divinities or gods and goddesses, if you will, that work with this particular uh, stream. So, with regards to receiving information um, and understanding that part of my purpose is to reestablish a particular lineage and there are specific characteristics of this lineage that are to be hidden, that are not to be so openly shared and the things that I need to understand deeply. And so with, with this crystal healing, what I'm trying to get at is it's a part of this entire reemergence. And I kind of lost sight of that, you know, so I just got really excited of, wow, here's something that, you know, I can develop as a source of income so that I can be more um, self-sustainable, so that I can, you know, be more financially um, responsible or, or have financial freedom you know, to be able to start a small business and, you know, assist in this way through through crystal healing and whatnot. And it is still something that I can do. It's just not at that time. Uh, so by the time September came around, you know, I had built an inventory, but then I had realized, oh, I either need to sign another lease, go month to month, or move out of Los Angeles. <laughs> And I was like, well, I don't want to stay in Los Angeles in the apartment that I was in. Not enough natural light. And trust me, when I say there were some depressing moments at that apartment in Los Angeles, um, I did not want to go through another year of that. And also, you know, having a business in California is a bit, a bit expensive. So I, you know, prayed and reached out and wondered, okay, where do I need to go? Where shall I go? Where should I go? And actually back in February of 2021, that, that was already revealed, um, that I should move to, um, it was specifically Sedona, but you know, most people know Sedona is really expensive to live in. Um, so then Arizona came up again and it was actually, um, moved to the I think I think that the words their words were moved to the valley or moved to the Sun Valley or something like that um, and so I ended up you know choosing the Phoenix area and things fell into place actually and part of what helped that fall into place was doing some deep energy healing so I started working with a healer in September that my mother referred me to because she started working with her. And as at, at, at the end of each healing session, things would just start to flow. And of course, I got really excited because I was like, yes, this is part of the process of moving forward, doing that deep healing. You know, part of why we are here is to do healing, not just on ourselves. And it's not necessarily a healing for ourselves. It's a healing for our family line, not just our bloodline, but our 
spiritual line, which forms the fundamental basis of who we are. Healing all of those that we, we are connected to through the stream of consciousness that manifests itself as a human form. So I did, you know, four sessions and at the end of each session I would, you know, integrate and plan and then boom, things would open up and I would do another session, integrate, pray, boom, things would open up. And so I left LA September 30th and ended up in the Phoenix area and I did an Airbnb for a month. And within 14 days of being in in the Phoenix area, I found a place, signed a lease, and moved in. Um, Began the preparations to move in, I should say. And the biggest thing about finding a a space was really with, you know, communicating um, with my council. I'm just going to say ancestral council because that that includes, you know, the ascended ancestral mothers. And when I say ascended, these are the ones that have, um, that are no longer in the reincarnation cycle and they've reached deity status, divinity status, if you will. Um, since they're the ones that have been teaching me a lot of the tradition from the past a lot of you know the fundamental basis of this lineage from earliest the earliest of times you know is communicating with them look we need sunlight you need sunlight (laughs) so you know we can have this apartment or we can have that apartment so you pick the one that you want and we will get that and a big um, caveat was them having their own room because as lineage head and for those of you that do traditional practices or or that are deeply engaged in temple ritual um, particularly if it's hereditary if it's passed down through generation it's something that you when you incarnate it's it's something that gets carried on. It's not something that you can ignore. Um, you, you know that eventually you have a shrine room. And so I ended up with a loft apartment where, you know, the shrine is in the loft and I have my own space. I have my own personal shrines and like, well, not, not necessarily shrines, but like my own little personal altars for my personal um, nourishment. However, the shrines where the the divinities reside, they have their own room. They have the loft. Um, They're elevated as well. So they have the upstairs and I have the the main floor, which is which is perfect. And um, it has these tall windows in the apartment. So they get the they get the sunshine. The plants get the sunshine. None of which we could have year-round in Los Angeles. It was only <laughs> a short time of the year, really, from spring to um, autumn, where one one window would get direct sunlight, and for a short period of time, like I think maybe two or three hours, and <laughs> that was it. Um, yes, very depressing. So now here in Arizona, in the 
the space that we're in now, it's it's beautiful. It's lovely. They get the sunlight. I get sunlight. I don't have to go outside. I can just sit in the window and get the sunlight, you know, vitamin D. And so it's, everybody's happy. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's what happened. And so when I get here, I realize I need a vehicle. And so I find myself at a standstill and it's like, okay, I have this Etsy shop with these crystals, but I'm realizing it's not about the crystals, it's about the service, but then at the same time, what is the service? And it's deeply involved with, you know, the Cosmogenia, which is the sacred text, which is pretty much the ancestral memory that has been transmitted. So I'm, I'm, I have all of this going through my mind. And it's like, well, what is it that I'm really supposed to be focusing on? If a lot of what's been revealed is supposed to be passed on, right? As, you know, from ancestral memory. And if there are, you know, ancestral divinities that are wanting, that are wanting to reincarnate, they're passing this information through so that they can be fed it once they're born, right? So if that's the case, this isn't information that's to be shared, you know, it's not to be commercialized, is what I'm trying to say. Sure, some things are to be shared so that it can assist people in general. However, when you really think about uh, legacies that are passed down, it's really the work of spirit and and the work that spirit wants anchored and how in ancient times when spirits walked the earth this is what they did to anchor this energy so it's a particular energy that is wanting to re-emerge that gets anchored in the practices and these beings that reincarnate right so yes myself included it's like being it's reincarnating to reestablish and so there's work to do to anchor that that's my focus that's what I should be doing and so November pretty much of 2021 it's it was a struggle how do I maintain my sanity my health while and 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 the integrity of this of the mission while at the same time supporting myself you know being practical like what's the 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 practical matters that need to be taken care of groceries bills rent getting around that's absolutely necessary if any of you live in the live in arizona (laughs) you know you need a vehicle right is you absolutely need a vehicle there are no ifs ands or buts about it and so what i began to feel i began to feel stressed around being authentic and trying to commercialize bits and pieces of this information and it was like i can't do both right so what's the middle ground right i can't do both and i'm not going to choose one over the other because one, there's there's no balance. Two, I'd be, you know, the the practical 
matters would not be taken care of and they need to be taken care of but i can't ignore the mission by just focusing on practical matters matters right so i um you know i started i signed up for a couple of ride sharing and delivery services so that's amazon flex uber lyft recently doordash um and i I swear by doordash but right now um as far as income is concerned and Amazon Flex. And I know a lot of people have their qualms about Amazon, but right now this is what's taking care of the bills. And so what I was doing in October and November, spotty in November and spotty in December was renting a car through these rideshare programs weekly. So let me give you an example. So if you're an Uber driver, and you don't have a car you have several options you can rent one through their renters program which the base is 260 a week plus tax and insurance and a deposit right a 200 dollars deposit so you're spending about 548 dollars per week through one of these companies through either hertz or avis um And I'm not sure if it's because if you have a debit card or a credit card, I don't have credit cards. So, you know, that 200 was tacked on. So 550 per week just to rent a car so that you can drive Uber. Now, I don't drive people because let's face it, people are hit and miss these days. Um, So I would do Uber Eats, which is good but then again not enough because don't forget i'm also doing a phd program you cannot forget about the full-time phd commitment and all of the things that go into that right the ancestral dreams the research that i do anyway so that i can begin developing my topic proposal and my my project proposal which is coming up this year and I'm so excited about that because next year I'll be writing my dissertation Woohoo! so you know after a week of trying to make back the rental I my body was like no you can't do this so I tried other apps there's hire car there's get around um, I think there's you cars, and again, I wouldn't, I would barely make back what I would rent. And so here I am, you know, struggling to figure out how to make ends meet, how to also, you know, fulfill the oh, start a crystal business, and this is how you do the crystal healing without, you know, taking the time to sit and realize this. The, the, the crystal healing aspect that's going to take some time right um, you need to discern what you know what stays within the family and what is openly shared and you know for those that are awakening to the primordial mothers what what they are taught as well so I didn't take the time to do that because you know rent needed to be paid food needed to be bought to be placed in the cupboards and the the refrigerator so december rolls around and i try out u cars and 
it's great because it's the cheapest option. It was the cheapest option at $378 per week. I tried that, made back the car plus a little bit over, but then realized I ended up in so much pain. Like I ended up with the sciatica, the entire left side. And that lasted for about three weeks. And so finally, we're at the second to last week of December. And I'm like, if I'm going to spend $378 per week for rental, I might as well spend $550 a month for a car note. And you're probably thinking, $550, that's too expensive. Okay, well, you know, I don't have a favorable work history, you know, for most banks to, to give me really great financing. And no, I don't have a rich family member somewhere that will say, hey, I'll just buy you a bloody car. So what what did I do? I went and I bought a car. Okay, I went and I inquired about getting a car and I ended up getting a car. And my car note is, you know, less than what I would be paying for Hertz weekly, right? So at the end of the last week of December, I uh, obtained a car and realized that I needed to take the time to sit in silence and come to clarity. What is it that I really want to be doing? What is it that I really need to be doing? What does that look like? And so I took a crystal healing bath with very specific crystals. Some people would say, oh, you shouldn't put that crystal in water. Let me, you know, no. If the mothers say, put it in the sun, I'm going to put it in the sun. If they say, put it in the water, I'm going to put it in the water. If people say otherwise, I don't care. Okay. So I took, I did this bath. It was a whole, you know, ritual, but I, I took this bath and I kid you not, the clarity that came out of that. Oh, and there's this clarity, claret tea, tea blend um, that they revealed actually over, over the, the summer, this past last summer, 2021, that I had, that I drank at the end. It's a mixture of chamomile, rose, and lavender. A very specific blend. And the clarity the next day, I called my mother and I said, Mom, this is what I want to do. I sat in that bathtub and I said, what is really coming up for me now? What is it that I really, really know deep down that I need to focus on? And it was as clear as day. And I said, okay, while I focus on that, I'm also a full-time PhD student and I'm also assisting, you know, the, the couple of women that have reached out for clarity and understanding of their experience, their experiences. Um, how will I be of service though while I'm doing this, right? Because it is being of service to the and the ancient ancestral mothers, the ancestral divinities that are reincarnating, of course. However, 
you know, when you talk about being of service to the world, how does this focus also satisfy that, you know? Well, delivering people's packages, delivering people's food, that is of service. And you know what? I enjoy that because as a consumer, as someone who orders food, you know, I know what it's like when I place that order and I want it on time or I want it to arrive warm or I want it to arrive, you know, at my doorstep, not someone else's doorstep. So being on the opposite end of, of, you know, the receiving end of that, me as, as a driver, as a delivery woman, it's like, okay, I know what it's like. So I'm going to ensure that you get your packages, that you get your food on time within a reasonable amount of time that it's warm or that things are accounted for to the extent of which they should be you know because I'm not the one doing the shopping but I am the one making sure that it gets to you so that's my service and at at the same time it's me being able to organize the schedule on my time okay organize the schedule when I want, when I need, because I still dream, I still record my dreams. And if I need extra time to write them down, if I need extra time to integrate that, I'm, I need to be able to do that and not be on someone else's set schedule, right? Um, if I need extra time to do research, I need to be able to shuffle my schedule according to my needs and to the needs of my ancestral divinities and and my council of mothers. So it's it's a win-win. And I'm really happy about it. Like I'm at this this space where it's like it feels good because my focus for this year and going onward is motherhood. And it's motherhood as defined by my ancestral mothers. And when I say ancestral mothers, I am speaking about the ancestral divinities. I am speaking about the primordial divinities, the primordial divine mothers, okay? The ones that um, are autogenic, the ones that created themselves from within themselves, like the seven mothers that emerged, already formed, and um, parthenogenetically creating as they came out of the one source together all at all at the same time and already in the process of creation that's what i'm referring to motherhood in accordance to them and that's my focus and you know what's so fascinating earlier in 2021 i'm not sure if it's february or march but i have to go back to my recordings they gave a whole discourse about what that is and things that I should be focusing on, things I should be preparing myself for. And I thought, well, who am I to talk about motherhood, right? I'm not a mother, not yet. Um, But at that time, it was a space for me to receive so that when the time comes, I can go back 
and listen and integrate and begin doing as I need to. And as I look at the things that I'm doing, I'm realizing, yeah, okay, I am building the foundation according to what's been revealed to me. Can you see that? Everything that they've revealed up to this point is in preparation for motherhood, according to them. Everybody has their own definition of motherhood. I'm not bashing any one way. I'm not saying it's not right or wrong. What I'm saying is the motherhood that I am preparing myself for, that I'm being prepared for, I am being guided to prepare for. And everything that's been revealed to me, this is what goes into the foundation so that when the children come along, when these reincarnating deities come along, they have the information that they passed on so that they can receive it. So it's, it's, it's exciting because it's like, oh my goodness, they're telling me, <laughs> they're sharing this information. Like this is their foundation. This is the foundation that they need to be on, that they need to be nourished by. And so it's, hey, this is what we need. This is what you've always been a part of. This is what we are. Please ensure that we get this, right? So that when we come, this is what we are. This is what we do. This, so that we are not disconnected. So that we remain connected. So that we continue um, onward with what we started eons ago. So this is my focus my focus is motherhood. My focus is my PhD program and assisting those that have reached out already. And for those that do come. So what I mean to say is it's not, I'm stepping back and going deeper into the deep. And yes, of course, when there are things to share, I will share that. When there are things to post, they will be posted, but that's not the focus okay so while I go within to focus on being a mother I am also being of service getting people their stuff and assisting the few women that have come to me for assistance right and so I have the space to provide the space for them instead of me feeling like I have to sit down and develop a program and charge XYZ amount of money so that, you know, I can live a, a life of whatever it is you want to call it based upon this program that's been created, I can say, well, here's my focus. You need assistance? Let's sit down and have a conversation because I have the ability and the liberty to um, make money in a way that's not too stressful and that is enjoyable. Yes, I do enjoy delivering, as, as bizarre as that may sound to you. Um, but see, that's the thing. It's honoring the integrity of the information because it's not about developing a program 
at, at XYZ price point because this is not information that should be capitalized. It isn't. Not to say that you shouldn't bank on whatever knowledge you have. This is something very different. And I need to honor and respect that. And that's just how it is. That's what it is. And so this is where I am. And I'm super clear about it. I'm happy about it. I'm like, yes. And if people don't like it, I don't care. Because I'm not preparing for them. I'm preparing for what's coming back. I'm preparing for what's reincarnating. And that's what's so exciting for me. It is. And I love it. So, what else is new? I am I am planning on doing a Patreon where um, I can share some basics like basic tools on 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 how to work with crystals in in ways that are are aligned with you know people that feel um that they can connect to the information that i'm sharing um but it's you know it's not going to be something that it's it's just not going to be normal in the sense that you're not going to it's not going to be my I'm not putting it up as like a a main source of income it's it's just my way of sharing what I can share right um to help people reframe their approach to certain things and um yeah that's I think that's that's just the idea that I have it's you know I, I haven't figured out when to publish that or whatnot because it's not a priority but it is a resource that I would like to share so that's my focus motherhood and it's so fascinating because this this is a sixth year it's the number of family and it's the number three twofold so you've got two sets of threes and the mothers dance in threes right and two um, partnership so I'm I'm really looking forward to how this year manifests for me I love the car that I was able to get with the you know the means that I had I'm super grateful and thankful for those that have assisted in helping me to get the car um, yeah, now I'm just looking forward to setting my schedule so that I can make my payments <laughs> on time, make my on-time payments, and then switch it out for something that, you know, that I really, really, really want. But as a start, she's awesome, and I love it, and I love that she's awesome, my chariot. So I just wanted to share that with you. It is 1 a.m., January 3rd, 2022. My focus this year is on motherhood as revealed by my ancient ancestral mothers and ancestral divinities. It's what is, has been this whole time. And I'm so glad I came to clarity about that right before 2021 ended. Um, my next 
couple of podcasts we'll talk about, we'll have, I will be sharing in the same ways that I've shared before. Um, I'll be rereading the uh, ceremonies that I went into to receive this information and I'll talk about the bits and pieces that are revealed and go into detail about that. Um, But the next immediate podcast will be about what I am in essence. I haven't shared that really, you know, like the mothers would reveal, you are forbidden scripture. Not everyone can see you, but what does that mean? I will do a podcast about that. And then podcast on motherhood. What the mothers said about that. And these are the primordial mothers, okay, through the cosmogenia. So that will be shared as well. And the consciousness that flows through us that defines us in this lineage that came through it's very fascinating really so i can't wait to share that with you i'm looking to do that on wednesdays or at least publish it on wednesdays wednesdays are my designated days off and um yeah i hope you had an enjoyable turn of the year and I know for some people, they don't celebrate New Year's through this, through this calendar. Um, they have their own days, you know, some in February, some during spring, some during um, Beltane. I think it's Beltane. Um, May Day, sorry, um, in May. So I acknowledge that. But for those of you that celebrate in the ways of the Western calendar happy new year and i look forward to chatting with you in the upcoming or sharing with you in the upcoming podcasts welcome back sorry there is a great delay but life happened and i'm glad it happened so the next time there's a long delay understand that i went deep into the deep but there will be posts My email address has changed, so it's no longer dia at cosmogenia.com. It is now Danu Elishmar at dynasticlegacy.com. Ah, yes, I will do a little podcast about Dynastic Legacy, the company that I had to start. Um, Maybe that'll be the one after the Forbidden Scripture one. Anyway, I'll put that inside of the description box if you'd like to reach out. Um, you're more than welcome to do so. I might also, oh, contact at Danu at dynasticlegacy.com. Sorry, contact at dynasticlegacy.com. That is the email address. Okay, have a great evening, day, night, whatever time it is that you listen to this, and I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you. Good night.